Hello, Winjet community. We're back. Oh, Chris caught, let us come back. He drink. let us come back a week. Another week. They caught you drinking water. You were like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 They got me. Caught me drinking. Um, so, Winjet community, we are back every Thursday at 2 o'clock. Uh, you have the uh, extreme pleasure of listening to us talk. And, and looking on. at us. And looking at us. Yes. And, That's probably the biggest one, right? Well, for for just one person that they're getting a look at, I think that's obvious. <laughs> Me, right? Not where I was going. That. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay no, guys. Me, uh, me. So, yeah, Winjet community. Uh, we're happy to be back every Thursday. Uh, we're coming to you live at two o'clock Eastern, and uh, we want to make sure that uh, you're hitting us up with questions and feedback early, so we have a chance to talk about it during the show. How you do that is you text us uh, uh, on the community at 843-396-2104. You can also uh, hit us up at at Winject Studios. Uh, You can message us directly at Jason Marlowe or at Zach Tatum, uh, whatever service you're using. Um, Or you you can hit up the website, go to winject.com and you can send a message there. So lots of ways to get in touch with us. Again, uh, if you still need the text, it's down at the bottom of the screen. It's 843-396-2104. And today- You have no excuses now. You have no right, excuses. Yes. We've given you now 17 None. ways to message us. Um, and if you I mean, can't figure it out, there's a scrolling thing at the bottom. So, uh, <laughs> and use Jason's words, the doobly do is down below, so. Yeah, that's actually uh, John Green's words, but yes, doobly do. A throwback all the way to last week's uh, episode. But anyway, so we are finishing up our three-part series uh, where we've been talking about uh, low-budget, no-budget marketing ideas. Uh, we have talked about everything from email marketing and landing pages on your site to SEO optimization or going to conferences, knowing your industry, branding, you know, Everything we've talked about you know, twenty other uh, twenty other ideas today. We're going to wrap it up with another ten more, and uh, yeah. So Zach, why don't you just kick us off? Let's just dive right in. I'm going to punt it right now. I'm punting. Um, so the first one is incentivize user engagement. Uh, this one is something actually. Me and Jason, we just recently got a client who's doing something is starting to do something like this on their social media. But it's a simple way of just getting your followers on, on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever you, you have your uh, your viewers at, or your, not viewers, your clients at, uh, that are responding to you to run some sort of discount code, run some sort of prize. Uh, for example, we've seen some that are giving away trucks. Some mm-hmm. are giving away uh, vacations. Now you don't have to go that far. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, it's pretty extreme. Um, but, you know, you could, uh, offer just a simple discount code to be on, uh, to be to free your services in order to get people to engage, to share it, to spread the word um, and draw a raffle or do like, do like a raffle. I think Jason, you do that with your t-shirts uh, and it's, mm-hmm. it's gone very, very, very well for you. Um, and I think right. even just simply starting a basic referral program, uh, that's something that me and Jason talk about all the time. Um, a lot of our business comes from referrals. We do great work. We get we have happy clients, and the, yes, and then oh. uh, yeah, 
heart emojis. No, um, you do great and, work. <laughs> <laughs> and and then they uh, they end up sharing it with their person, their people, and then it goes it goes downhill from there uh, in a good way. Um, so I think it's a simple thing to do. It's not it's not hard. It's just a matter of you need to find what your margins are if you're going to run a discount. Can you afford to do fifty percent mm-hmm. off? Can you afford to do blah blah blah? Can you afford to do uh, a free like whatever it is if X people follow your pay, like your page and um, share it with five of their friends who also like it? And then you have a way to track that. There's a lot of ways you could do that, and a lot of tools out there and resources now. Uh, this has become such a popular trend right. with with marketing. You, you, you mentioned something there at the end that I really want to uh, make sure I hit home with everybody, but uh, tools, you want to make sure that you're using some type of tool to kind of run or help you manage that customer engagement if you are doing like contests and giveaway at any kind of like scale. Uh, I've been places where we just ran it all ourselves. I've been places that we use tools to do it. Um, and if you have a team, Awesome. Do it yourself. You know, you can manage that. That's probably just just fine. But if you're a a solopreneur or just, you know, uh, running a small team, definitely look into tools. Now, this is where you're going to run into, you know, money that you actually have to spend. Um, But take take the time, find a tool that actually is going to work well for you and and spend a little bit of money on it. Uh, As I mentioned last week, Give yourself some grace when it comes to actually spending a little bit of money on the business. Uh, if it's going to make it better, uh, definitely look into those tools. Uh, definitely, if you're looking at uh, helping to grow user engagement with your brand, there's lots of tools out there. Uh, you could just do a quick Google search for like viral marketing tools or things of that nature. There's um, there's one I haven't used it yet, but I've heard good buzz about it. It's called Kickoff Labs. Uh, anything that anything that kind of runs your social media helps engagement, helps sharing on the platform, helps getting people, you know, continuing to grow the audience and then keep those uh, users becoming um, brand ambassadors. Any of those tools, it's definitely it's definitely worth it. So uh, they have free trials, but if you like it, spend the money and really and really go to town on it because it, it'll help you with your email, it'll help you with your social engagement, uh, it'll help you increase sales. Uh, if you're using it properly. So this is a big one. Incentivizing user engagement is, is huge. And as Zach mentioned before, um, I do it with my t-shirt business uh, where I design I designed uh, graphic tee apparel. And my whole goal is to build a community. And so I am constantly every week giving away new apparel items or new shirts or running contests and things like that because it gets people excited about the brand. And that's what you want to do. You want to get people excited. Yeah, I think um, any way that you can get your 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 followers to engage with you and to share uh, anything that you have you're putting out there is going to be great. Uh, any any referrals that you can get, setting up a solid referral program is crucial. I mean, that's the best piece of marketing um, that you can ever do is have some sort of solid referral program. Uh, but have a good incentive, make it, make it worth people's time instead of just like, I'll give you a coffee cup, right? Um, you can have one of these coffee cups if you want. Um, but <laughs> I prefer, I prefer but, a glass of water. Whatever it is, just make sure it's something that's great and you yeah. can incentivize it. 
Yeah. Now to piggyback on that, let's go ahead and do the next one, which is uh, testimonials. So you're getting you're getting customers to help you to refer business. You're trying to engage with your customers. The next level, the next logical step in that is to talk about testimonials. Now yes. it's there's tons of ways to do this. Uh, you can funnel all your testimonials through a service like Google. It's totally free. You can use paid services like Trustpilot and FIFO and things like that that really help to manage the process. And you can synchronize it up with like your uh, with like your sales software. So like if you sell a product or you sell a membership course or something like that, uh, you can have it reach out and ask them for a review. And then you can help it uh, to aggregate those reviews. And it looks really nice and neat. It's in a bow. But those can get kind of expensive. Yeah. But uh, the fact of the matter is testimonials help no matter what, whether they are written in an email and you copy it and paste it and put it on your website or you uh, screenshot a text that a happy customer sent to you or a raving fan sent to you and you post it on your Facebook page. Uh, regardless of what format it's in, uh, reviews help because that is, that is legitimate social proof that somebody has been affected positively ideally, uh, positively by the service or uh, whatever it is that you provide, whether it's a podcast or a, a business, um, they've been affected by that, hopefully in a good way. And then they want to share that with the world. And then you want to share their happiness with everybody. Because <laughs> when people see that, it increases their engagement, it increases their desire to want to engage with your brand and be a part of it. So uh, definitely ask for customer testimonials, however they get them to you, however you share them. Uh, it's it's vital. Oh, we got a message. Oh, we have what, a, yeah, what does that say there? Uh, the amount of distribution channels determines the success of any brand. How? Referrals plus testimonials make it popular for everyone to want to like your brand and business. Great stuff, guys. Yeah, Chris, agree 100%. Um, referrals and testimonials, they are the building blocks of your brand. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, when you're talking about user engagement, uh, the brand ambassador is what you want to turn your uh, customers into, your listeners, uh, the people who are engaging with your brand. You want to turn them into brand ambassadors where they like feel yeah. like they're part of your team and they're going to like help answer questions when comments come in online. Uh, they'll yeah. answer sometimes first before your team does. So, um, yeah, yeah, great. Great, great yeah. feedback, Chris. Thank you. And, and I want to piggyback. I want to add something to that. Uh, we, we were talking to a client this morning, and they're new, so they don't have testimonials on their site. Mm -hmm. uh, they want testimonials on their site, but they don't have enough clients at the at the moment because it just started to be right. able to uh, have any testimonials. Um, so I just encourage them to even just get some feedback from friends and family who know them. Uh, maybe even just be able to put that up there just temporarily because people read testimonials. I read testimonials. I actually read reviews about anything um, before I purchase anything. Um, even if it's like $20, I'm still going to research to see what were the reviews like before I buy it. Um, and so the same thing goes for testimonials. People look at that and they say, okay, it seems like these people are legit. Um, and if it does, if, if, Another kind of form of marketing that uh, you could try that um, is kind of like an old school way of doing it. But I feel I always think of Ryan from The Office. 
uh, is because uh, when it's guerrilla marketing and the reason I'm getting there is I just remember him when he's promoting Wolf and he's like, all right, check it out. We're at spring break and we're throwing out Frisbees with Wolf and oh, who's that in that helicopter? And he's throwing all kinds of stuff out of the helicopters, right? Um, yeah. It's, it's Ryan yeah. from Wolf, right? Oh, no, what you, you say? Could, what you say? Uh, convergence, viral marketing, we're going guerrilla. Uh, I'm not making it. it cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, yeah. guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing is a is a is nothing new. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think that a, I think that there was a time where you didn't see that a whole whole lot. I mean, the old school way of doing like graffiti, um, giant pieces of outdoor art, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that, just to get people's attention. But I think now with video and social media there's a lot more that you can do without going and hiring, uh, was it Banksy, uh, to go out and do some graffiti art for you, uh, which who knows. Well, I think, I think, but I think what you're getting at is like with social media now, because the big thing with guerrilla marketing is, yeah, it's like graffiti, but it's also like publicity stunts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you can do that with social media. Like, uh, where I've seen, I know I've seen social media stuff where I'm like, wait a second, I don't, is this real? Like is this put on, but still it's getting shared like crazy. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I think, uh, you, you know, I think there's a, I think we said it in, we went to a conference one time and one of the, uh, the sessions, the breakout sessions was about how to get your video to go viral. And I laughed. I was <laughs> like, you, you don't have a formula for going viral for your videos. Cause if it, there was yeah. a formula, then everyone would do it. Um, I think there's things that, work and some things that don't uh mm-hmm. some things you could actually replicate exactly what somebody else did to a t and still not go viral so it's it's just a matter of timing and all that sort of stuff but video is a good way for you to use guerrilla marketing so your social media is a great way to use some guerrilla marketing but it all comes down to being creative and what fits your brand uh if it doesn't fit your brand then don't do something that's like if you're if you're a serious company, don't try to go do something super super uh, silly and outrageous because it doesn't fit your brand, and everybody's going to look at that and go, oh, "You guys are trying really hard to get business. Must be really bad for you to go this low to get to get business." So, yeah. the the key there is to do be creative, but try to be on brand as much as you can to draw people in. You know, uh, you mentioned the whole viral thing. It reminds me. Uh, Several years ago, I worked at this company and this random company came, marketing company came in to pitch some project. I don't know if it was video or or what, but they were like, it's $50,000 and you're going to go viral. (laughs) Yeah. And like they were, management was considering it. And I, you know, I don't know how hard they were considered, but they were actually having a conversation about it. And I was like, I was like, if anybody tells you you any degree of certainty that you're going to go viral, I mean, like, no, there's no, there's, there's literally no way to push a button and say, we're going viral. Now there have been, there have been, uh, I've have seen where like ad agencies have done tests. Uh, they've done tests and tried to make something go viral and they have. Um, but it's really just them putting in place best practices. Right. And so there's no way that you can say, okay, hey, you spend X amount of money with me. You're going to go viral. Uh, Don't believe that. Uh, If somebody comes up to you and says, hey, uh, you know, give me give me 10 grand and I'll get you into these publications and 
I don't know, just be very wary of those people who make these really big promises. Um, because, you know, when it comes to marketing, it's really just a massive set of best practices. And uh, people like Zach and I who know how to maneuver those best practices, how we know how the market works, we know how to set ads, we know how people think, you know, to an extent. And we know how to we know how to communicate, and it's really like I said, it's just all best practices. So uh, please don't yeah. fall into that viral trap. Yeah, and I think you, uh, I think the only way if you if if that's the route you want to go for your guerrilla marketing uh, approach is some sort of viral video. The best approach that I've ever seen, and the, and I think Jason can probably uh, second this, but it's it's stories. People want to hear a good story. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And it, it could be funny. It could be serious. It could be a, a sad story, whatever. But there, And it doesn't necessarily even have to be a video. I mean, you could have a good, a, a good photo that tells a, a, a massive story. Um, regardless, though, this, I think a story is, is what most of the time people latch onto and want to share and share mm -hmm. and share and share. Uh, or a good deed that you've done or a good action that you've done. Um, that's usually what, what goes well. Yeah. So yeah. Don't be like so, Brian. <laughs> We're taking it to the streets. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the whole quote. Uh, anyway. So the next piece to, to move on, uh, the next piece is uh, customer relationships. So uh, this is one of those free things, right? Uh, now you can, there are, ways to pay uh, to, to help you with customer relationship management. But uh, maintaining strong customer relationships is a huge piece of what's going to help you grow your brand. Uh, whether whether you're a, a business and you are operating and selling products uh, or you are a podcast and uh, you are just talking and you know you might hit up your sponsors every once in a while and you don't really necessarily have a customer uh, but you have a listener base so maintaining strong relationships with those who engage with your brand let's just you know go higher level you know maintaining strong relationships with uh people connected to your brand it's vital and uh it helps you to uh one to understand them better um it helps you to know how to talk to them because you know what is working by ha having conversations with them, by replying to DMs you get from fans or from customers, uh, from just listening. Listening is a huge piece of what will help your brand grow. Uh, because if you have an idea in the business and you wanna take that to market and it's a crappy idea and your customers are telling you it's a crappy idea, then okay, let's take this crappy idea away. But you know, if you workshop it and make it better based on customer feedback, then you end up with brands that actually grow, you know, brands that are better because they listen to their audience. So maintaining strong customer relationships is vital. Now there's different things that you can do to, to help you with that. Um, you know, if you have a CRM, a customer relationship management software, or something like HubSpot or Salesforce or Zoho or things like that, they will help you manage those customers. But you need to actually do stuff with it. You need to email them and talk to them, do call follow ups and, and not just the ones who are irritated and, and following up with you, but the ones who don't respond, find out why they don't engage, you know. So, uh, knowing your customer and engaging with them, it's vital.
Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it maintaining those relationships, those people, it goes back to the whole referral thing. Right. So, I mean, mm -hmm. the stronger you have um, relationship with them, the more likely they are going to um, keep screaming your name from the streets. Right. They're going to keep yelling out uh, and, and, What's the matter? <laughs> Jason! <laughs> Zach! I don't know why. This is going to be really funny. I just imagine, like, well, we just we just sold a customer this morning. I just imagine him. He's, like, in his 60s. I just imagine him walking outside and just screaming, Jason. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Tangent. That just was funny as me. So another way you can – you can uh, it's a low-budget thing that – really doesn't cost anything to you. It's just a ma matter of finding the right uh, uh, person to, to match with, but it's mm -hmm. co-marketing opportunities. Um, this is basically where two uh, companies come together to promote something that's beneficial for, for both companies, right? Uh, but also beneficial to the client or the customer. Uh, I think podcasters do really well at this where, um, they link arms with other podcasters. They get on each other's shows to, prom to promote their shows and they'll get on and share that sort of thing. So if you're not, if you're a podcaster, and you're not doing that, you need to start linking arms with other podcasters now and trying to figure out ways that you guys can co-market together. What can you do together? Um, if you're in business, a, a good example was um, uh, Yeezy that when he was selling his shoes uh, and gap Yeezy and gap can, Came together What's a to, to, you know what a Yeezy is. That's uh, that's that's uh, Kanye's shoes, man. Come on, yeah, you do. No, I've literally never heard of that. Jason lives under a rock. Um, <laughs> Happily, Happily. Uh, but but they left. They released a limited um, edition specifically for Gap. So it helped Gap. It helped Yeezy. It helped get the word out for the shoes. Uh, it was beneficial for both parties, but also beneficial for the client. So they're they're saying, "Oh, I really want these exclusive shoes." Um, sure. Coming together and joining our linking arms together uh, can be very very impactful, and and you guys can use each other's networks to uh, to to help each other uh, lift each other up and and help each other grow. Um, when you're finding that right company to team up with. Uh, you want to make sure they're not like a direct competitor. Like you don't want to be competing with each other. I think that's obvious, but um, ideally you want to look for uh, a local business or a business that uh, compliments, compliments you and, and can, can help your clients get more out of your services or be drawn more to your, your services because you are, you're offering something that is uh, complementary to each other. Um, but that goes back to knowing your target audience. Uh, which teaser alert, we're going to talk about that next week. Mm. Oh, um, and if you have questions right now, guys, don't forget, wherever you're watching this, YouTube, Facebook, um, on your phone, on, on your computer, wherever, we want to hear from you. Ask questions. Join our, uh, our network, 843-396-2104. If you text that number, you see it scrolling on the bottom of this video. Um, you will uh, get access to uh, our our community, so you'll know when our shows are coming up, what's going, what's new uh, with Winject. Uh, you'll get those exclusive updates uh, quicker than the rest of the world. Uh, also, visit winject.com 
We have uh, opportunities for podcast um, podcast creators, but also podcast listeners. You can get exclusive right or exclusive um, exclusive offers. I was trying to say exclusive rights, but that's not right. Exclusive offers for uh, some of your favorite shows, uh, and we want to be able to for you to be a part of that with us. Um, and I'm pretty sure Chris Ross can, if he's out there listening right now, I'm pretty sure we're still giving away the sure mics to uh, some listeners uh, for podcasters. There's a hundred of them that we're giving away. Um, so uh, be paying attention, get a part of the community. You'll, you'll get that information uh, mm-hmm. as, as we release them. So. I'm still in Yeezy land, man. I'm like looking at Yeezys. They're kind of ugly. <laughs> I, you know I what? I, I don't know if that's controversial them. or not, but I would never wear them. Never. Why did Gap name their company that name? Chris wants to know why did Gap name their company that name? Now I am not uh, an expert, but <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something that was really good <laughs> and clever, but I don't have one. Yeah, I don't I know. know, Chris. That's a really good question. Us. Um, uh, I, I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a punchline. I feel like there's like, there's a joke that he, that we're not a part of. I think the more, and I think the more pressing question is why are Yeezys so expensive? Because Kanye made them. Yeah. Con- Kanye like, made them. These are like two seventy five, well, 300 bucks or more. Wow. Yeah. Those, those are going to get you murdered on the streets wearing those bro. Yeah. Now I like shoes. Um, but I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm not going to the conferences for the sneakerheads and you know buying the thousand dollar, you know Jordans and stuff like that. So that's what I do. You you go to conferences and buy. Yeah, I'm a sneakerhead. That's why I know about Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just thought, uh, I, I thought everybody knew about Yeezys. I just thought you knew about it. No, it's a silly name though. Uh, now I'm never going to forget about it. So let's move on. Uh, Chris, you can always message us at any time. Chris, message us the answer of why Gap named their company that. Just text us at 843-396-2104. Oh, here we go. Uh, they targeted Levi and wanted to make everything Levi uh, did, but sold towards the generational gap. Ah, interesting. Ah. Yeah, and, and they marked it up because Gap is way more expensive than Levi, too. So. No, uh, that's, nope, 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 no, sir. You're a bought a pair of Levi jeans. No, I don't know. I bought a pair of Gap jeans back in the day. I'm telling you, man, Levi's are expensive. You but know where I'll I buy you, my I'll jeans? Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's Club. Because I'm part of the club. You're part of the club, Sam's Club, but not, not the cool club. I don't think. <laughs> I haven't seen Yeezys at Sam's. That's because it's not. Yeah, you would never find Yeezy to say. Could you imagine Kanye selling <laughs> Yeezys at at Sam's? Hey. No, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you about Levi's. They they're the most comfortable jeans ever. It's worth the money. Like they're more they're more expensive. They're very expensive jeans. Well, people, some people are listening to this going, "Oh yeah, those are not that expensive." Uh, but to me, they are. And uh, I'm telling you, they're so comfortable. They are so comfortable. Chris says they wanted to compete with Banana Republic. Yeah, pricing. Yeah, because they're all all part of the same family, right? It's Banana Republic and then Gap and then Old Navy. 
as far as well, banana like, Repu- yeah, banana republic's like the high end of that. Yeah. I can't fit anything into banana republic because I'm too, I'm too, I'm a big guy. Um, I got that European cut going on. Dude, this guy doesn't fit in Europe. Come over to cuts. come over to Sam's. They have that American cut. They have the American cut. Square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, actually, the the jeans the the jeans I get at Sam's are quite comfy. I don't actually wear jeans that often. I typically wear shorts, but uh, I feel like we've gotten way off track. Um, so yes. let's let's get back in gear. And the next piece we were going to talk about is something that actually Russ uh, restaurants hit on several uh, weeks ago uh, to a point on his episode uh, of WinCheck Live. Um, and that's about recycling your content. Yeah. So if, yeah, and we, Zach and I talk to, to customers about this a lot. Typically when we talk about recycling content, it kind of comes down to, uh, comes to text media. So like blogs and articles and things like that. Uh, but lately, the thing that we find ourselves talking a lot about when it comes to recycling content is video and photography. Because when you want to have a photo shoot, want to have a video shoot, people get really caught up on the price tag because good photos and good videos are expensive. Just a fact, just a given. True. You might find yeah. somebody who can do it for cheaper, but it's still it's still going to cost you – money right yeah and so you want to you want to find somebody who's good and you want to you want to spend the money to do it right and but the thing is when you get good video and you get somebody who shoots a good amount of footage they are also getting b-roll you can turn Mm -hmm. that into six months of content a year of content you can turn it into so much content you can have a sizzle reel you can have uh you can have a little 15 minute short you can turn it into a 30 second spot you can turn it into a long format you know like talk like two to five minutes something like that so you can turn a small day shoot into a lot of content that you can use for a while so yeah it's not even that i mean i mean you got the podcasters that are listening to this i mean obviously if you're you, you already know to be shooting video with your podcast is a no brainer. You're already putting it out there. Why not have a video component and be sharing it or create your content and put it into a blog format and put that out there as well. I think that there's a million ways you can recycle content. Yes. Creating, break them up into social posts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, I, sorry. No, no, that was it. Yeah, just recycling content. I think it's something that people don't do enough. Uh, they feel the pressure to have to constantly create when take a, you can take a breath, go into your archive, and pull out something new and find a new way to talk about it. Yeah. The next one is uh, just a, basically applying for um, like a business awards. There's all kinds of things that you can, you can uh, go after that would be a prestigious award, whatever it is that, that it looks like in your industry. I don't know what that is, but um, in our industry, if you are, it's not necessarily an award, but you could go after trying to get some special training in for us in marketing, Google analytics, you can get a badge and put that on your website and say, I'm an exclusive, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or I've seen this too, where, where we live, uh, you have people who are, uh, oh, there's a question or a comment. Uh, repurpose IO partner at Winject. They give twenty five percent of the repurpose content, uh, but have to become members to receive that offer. Yes, that's right. So oh, we, wow. yeah, becoming becoming a member, you get twenty five percent off to repurpose content. 
but that's only if you are a member of Winject. So how do you get, how do you become a member of Winject? It's pretty simple. So go to winject.com. Uh-huh. Yep. And go to and, join. And go to join. And fill out the form. Join the form. Or not join the form, but fill out the information on the website. Or you can text us 843-396-2104. Uh, and uh, we would love to have you be a part of the community so that you can get special offers like that that are not mm -hmm. offered anywhere. We are actually offering the same thing for podcasters, business owners that are part of the community uh, to build your website for, what do we say, Jason? It's like 30% off normally what we would charge. Um, yeah, so, it's, we just took it. We just took a third and just cut it off. Yeah, so... Um, but that's only exclusive to, to, uh, Winjet community members. And mm -hmm. you can see that at site, you can see the prices and all that sort of information at sitenowlive.com forward slash Winject. Um, mm -hmm. so yes, getting back to it, apply for some, some business awards, try to, in, in, in your community, if you're a local business, uh, I know that some of those communities say best in blah, 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 in whatever county, uh, best mm -hmm. of in blah, in city of Atlanta, what, fill in the blank. I know there's several of those that are out there. So mm -hmm. figure out what it takes to, to be recognized and strive to get that, that badge to be on your website in order for you to, um, look more credible, right? I mean, people yeah. are going to, to eat that stuff up. They're going to love that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's uh that's the next tip just uh, to get uh, apply for some business awards. Yeah, a lot of them are run by like magazine or entertainment entertainment publications. So that's a good yeah. place to start digging in. Um, influencers, this is a this is a big one. Um, it's a big one that uh, a lot of people uh, understand, but they don't really know how to get in touch. And it, this can be a process. Uh, to connect up with somebody who doesn't, who doesn't, for one, doesn't know you, two, probably doesn't really care uh, yet, um, and uh, is also probably quite busy. So, uh, when you want to grow your brand and you want to try and target an influencer, so like, say you have a product or uh, say you have a show, you want to get an influencer on, be persistent, but be politely yeah. persistent. Don't be annoying. Mm -hmm. um, they don't. They don't know you. They have no reason to engage with you yet. Um, mm -hmm. So send a message, and then just be politely persistent. That is the name of the game. Um, some some people are pretty easy to get a hold of, depending on how active they are on social media. Uh, at a buddy of mine, uh, his uh, his project went viral. Uh, he did a shirt, and uh, of Samuel L. Jackson and the Samuel L. Jackson's uh, social team helped to, pr to promote it. Uh, for nothing, just they were, you know, is good is good publicity for both of them. So uh, he just contacted them on social media, connected, and then just maintained that and fostered that connection. But it's about being politely persistent. Uh, you find yeah. somebody that makes sense to work with. Uh, now, if you have a product that you're trying to pitch or to sell, um, you know, a lot of times influencers will want a uh, they'll they'll want the product. They'll want to know about the product before they talk about it. They want to be able to 
put their name behind it and agree with what that product is about, about your company as well, about you. Um, and uh, so they'll probably want some free stuff and then they'll probably want some type of percentage on sales or referrals or things like that. So uh, however that relationship goes, that's, that's totally up to you, but influencers yeah. do help. We live in a, yeah, a world, we live in an influencer world right now. So um, if you find somebody that makes sense to partner with, go down that road. Yeah. And, and that, so that's something me and Jason actually practiced with in 2020, uh, was this very strategy. Uh, I sought some advice, uh, from a dear friend of ours, uh, who is a marketing genius. And we were just talking about how we just launched site now right in the middle of, um, of COVID and perfect timing when everything's shutting down and people aren't spending any money because they're not going anywhere. It was perfect timing to decide to launch a, launch a new venture. Um, but I remember talking to him and he, he, he pointed out, he says, why don't you go after some influencers? Why don't you link arms with some people that, uh, have a good reach that is in your demographic. And I'll tell you, it was the best thing we ever did. Uh, we linked arms with, I think just even just one, paid off really well for us. Um, mm -hmm. It helped us kind of springboard to the next level in, in that area for, uh, for a moment of time and uh, to help get the get site now some legs and it, and it just took off running. Um, and here we are today with that, but uh, mm -hmm. there is power in it, but be careful because some of those influencers will charge you. We're talking about how this is low budget. Some of these, some of these influencers will charge you way too much. So just be careful. Uh, don't get desperate. There's a ton of people out there. There's a ton of people who are, uh, who are influencers that you can easily, easily be uh, connect with that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg to do. So mm -hmm. be careful and just choose something that, that makes sense for your business. Uh, the next thing I would say is this is, this is a no brainer. And I think if you sit in traffic long enough, you're going to see this, but branding your vehicle. Mm -hmm. Some people love this. Some people don't. Uh, this is, this is something that uh, you either have the right type of business that needs to, to brand your car. Uh, maybe uh, you're a dog groomer and you wrap your car like uh, Dumb and Dumber uh, when they had that van. You remember the van with the, all the, the shaggy dog? Um, yeah. I got you, worms. You can go that route. <laughs> you got what? That's the name of our store. I got worms. Oh, gosh. I love that movie. Anyway, good to That's a great yeah. movie. Branding your vehicle. But yeah, just if you brand your vehicle uh, that's eye-catching enough, most people are going to remember, remember that. Uh, this also mm -hmm. could be a form of guerrilla marketing, I guess you could say, right, Jason? I mean, it's it's a, it's a something yeah. that's memorable, especially if it's something that you do that's like people are talking. Now, I was talking to Jason. Yeah, this no, is guerrilla, not guerrilla, marketing, guerrilla marketing is like branding your car. So like you like brand your vehicle and then like you show up at like some huge event and like park in the middle where you're not supposed to park. And then everybody's got to walk around your car and they're like, what is this car? I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, well, I saw, I, I was telling Jason, um, don't do this. Um, if you're going to brand your vehicle, do not use a Sharpie marker. Uh, and I'm bringing this up because I, <laughs> I was talking to Jason because uh, I, I was going, uh, I had to run some errands and, uh, just a little while ago and I was and in the car and this car drives by me and they had literally taken a Sharpie to their car and drew all kinds of just weird pictures all over it. Like one of them was uh, two dinosaurs and the dinosaurs are looking it up and says, what is that Beth? 
and talking to the other dinosaur and there's a meteorite coming down and then out of the meteorite there's a sea turtle flying out of the the it was the weirdest thing man like so odd i, I was gonna get you remembered it right you remember it yeah there you uh, go. And it was something about how we we're all walking each other home i don't know what that meant um <laughs> But it was, it was on there, and I was like, okay. And I was going to get a picture, but I couldn't figure out a discreet way to be, like, taking a picture like this and not get into a wreck. So I get that, man. I decided to click. <laughs> they were looking at me, too. And I'm like, okay, well, it's going to keep on driving. Um, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So do it in a way that's simple and tasteful. Sharpie marker mm -hmm. is not that. It could be something of just putting a magnet on there. Simple, by but the way, not tasteful. Simple. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Somebody actually stole my uh, when I ran my half marathon. I had the the thirteen point one magnet on the back mm -hmm. of my car. Somebody stole that. What kind of jerk steals that from? Is is probably the Tequila High School cross country team because they used <laughs> they used to do that. <laughs> Not that I know that. That's that's oddly specific, Jason. Um, but yeah, no the the varsity team on the yeah. I'm I'm calling everybody out. Everybody from the Tequila High School cross country team who was on cross country from 2001 to 2003. I know you and I know that you I were stealing. Actually, I think it's actually uh Dacula. I think it's pronounced <laughs> no. Dacula, right? Yeah. Thieves. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Nina thieves. They stole yeah, thieves. my, they stole my magnet and I want it back. <laughs> you could make, where can I they want... mail it to? Or, you oh, know what? I'm hey, if the thieves, that. if the thieves are listening, just message us. <laughs> At uh, what is it? Eight four three three nine six two one zero four two one zero four. We will not press charges. <laughs> Zach we just wants like, his <laughs> magnet back. I just want my magnet back. <laughs> uh, I worked hard for that magnet. Yep. It was so, probably the Aquila High School cross country team. Probably thieves. <laughs> Some of us ordered things. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! Oh, credit cards. oh uh, yes, that's right. I saw that, Nina. I saw that. Like, yes, I've had that happen to me before. Uh, I remember going to a gas station and using my card and then leaving. And that, that afternoon there was like somebody was making uh, attempts to, to buy things for like $10, $30. And then they got, they got really bold and tried to buy something like 1500 bucks. I was like, Nope. And then my yeah. company, like the, my card company called me and said, is this you? I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so, you know, I feel you. I, that's happened to me more than once. So yeah, same. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so let's wrap this up, wrap this bizarre discussion up. And uh, the last thing is going, we're going old school with this one. And it's probably one of my favorites because it, it all goes back to customers and relationships. And that's a thank you note, a good old fashioned handwritten thank you note. Don't type that junk on the computer. Don't use one of those services that does it for you and sends them out. How would you do a thank you? How'd you do a thank you card on the computer typing it out? You'd, you'd type it and then you'd print it on the card. Yeah, I guess so. Nobody's got that. Yeah. Uh, my wife, uh, my wife just, well, my wife just ordered a bunch of uh, Vistaprint thank you cards the other day. And that's why I have okay. it. Gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, which Vistaprint does have some nice thank you cards that you can choose from. But yeah, a nice old fashioned thank you card. Uh, it's a level of personability, uh, especially that especially for now when everything is digital everything is in front of a screen and a camera um where we where we've lost so much of that in the last year 
um, a nice, a nice thank you note. It's like you open it up. You're like, wow, somebody actually thought about me enough to sit down and write this. That's why it's still a thing when somebody gives you a gift at like a wedding or like a, like a birthday party or something like that. That's why people still do it. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice nod and it's a very low budget option. It's the cost of a, a stamp well, and uh, you know, a, a card. I want to add on to that just a little bit, because I think you can take that, that, um, that thank you card and elevate it to another level. Uh, oh, going digital. I heard, not no. I'm saying like go and buy like if you know what if you know what the person likes if they like mm. coffee if they like whatever, go right. and buy a five dollar gift card, ten dollar gift card to maybe their favorite uh, coffee shop or their favorite uh, restaurant or whatever it is. Like I'm telling you, it goes a really long way. Um, that's something that Jason and I have done in the past, and I'll tell you, especially if if they've done something for you that um, you're so just extremely grateful for mm -hmm. it goes a really long way uh to get yeah. i know i mean even if it's five dollars to like starbucks yeah okay you know it's you it's didn't really that person didn't have to you didn't have to do that but then you get it in the mail and it's a you open it up and it's like a present like yeah, great yeah. this is amazing um yeah you know it's it's one thing to say thank you uh especially so like right now i'm thinking of uh, like partnerships that we have where you know we get leads from different vendors it's one thing to say thank you and it's one thing to pay for a lead from somebody who is like you know sending you content that's another yeah. thing to be appreciative to be truly appreciative and then send them a thank you uh, like we just did this recently, um, we have uh, one of our clients is a local uh, is a local vendor who does handmade pastas, and she's partnered with a vineyard. And uh, we had a nice relationship. We wanted to say thank you to one of our clients, and so we sent them a dinner. We sent dinner for their family, and it's a homemade pasta and uh, and a bottle of wine, you know, and. Yeah. We've gotten we've gotten more leads down the road just because of that relationship, because fostering it, because we said thank you and we meant it. And I think that's well, super are, important. Well, people remember it. You know what I mean? Like people right. are going to remember. They may not remember. They, they'll remember your thank you card. But if you have a thank you card with just a simple five dollar, five dollar gift card or ten dollar gift card to some of the, that they like, or even I mean, we went a little bit. We went higher than obviously just a gift card for that pasta and the, the bottle of wine. But that's right. because she had done so much for us. Like there's been right. so many things that she could have sent it to whoever uh, mm -hmm. that's out there, but she chose us specifically and right. it pays off. People remember that or in Nina's case, buy, buy a MacBook pro. Um, oh, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris just mentioned, Chris just mentioned uh, our generosity again, his Del Murphy. Del Murphy. That's right. Yeah. Man. So, uh, when we started to when we started down the road in our partnership with uh, Winjack Studios and Chris Ross, uh, you know, we knew that it was going to be, you know, it had potential. It was going to be big, and we hit it off on the phone talking to Chris. Uh, you know, we were like, man, we like this guy. He's cool. We like this mission that uh, he's going after, and we want to be a part of it. And we want to show our appreciation for helping us grow as well. And what did you do, Zach? Well, it's, it's, it's all about listening, right? So listen to yeah. what they're interested. And we just had a small section of time where we talked about the Braves and then uh, Chris mentioning that his favorite baseball player is Del Murphy. And it wasn't, 
it was a small bit of time that we actually uh, heard him say that. It wasn't like we had like a long conversation about Del Murphy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we, we, we got, got online and found him at a bobblehead and, and sent it his way. Um, so it's, it's those little things, right? It's just sometimes it's those little things that go yeah. a very, very long way that to you may feel like uh, it doesn't make sense or it's, it's, um, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't, you know, it, it, people want to be treated well. Right. And if, if they feel like they're being taken advantage of, then you've lost that impact. You've lost that, um, that reach for that person. So mm -hmm. I think that treat the people well, and it gives yeah. you such a great reputation that will last forever and ever and ever. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, so if you're out there and you want to help us, uh, grow, just know that we're going to, we're going to, we're going to return the favor because, uh, <laughs> we appreciate, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate, uh, uh, people helping. And if you uh, like, if you like homemade pastas, wines, Del Murphy bobblehead dolls, come to work with we're us. We're your guys. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, guys, we do, we do appreciate you guys, uh, contacting us. Um, and oh, Nina's got something there. So true, guys. It really does matter how you treat others. It really does. It, it there's just no other way to say it. Um, it's the it's the most valuable thing you can do, uh, besides even just like a referral program. Just just having that that true like mm -hmm. how you treat them goes yeah. a really long way. So, mm -hmm. all right, guys, we really appreciate you guys sticking around for three weeks of us talking about some low budget um, low budget. Uh, marketing tips no that you budget, can yeah. apply to low budget, no budget, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call it for your business podcast, uh, whatever it is you're trying to advertise. Uh, we really appreciate you sticking around for the past three weeks doing, uh, going through these with us. Uh, so next week, I think we tease it already. Um, mm -hmm. but we are going to talk about how to uh, define your target market, mm -hmm. define your target audience. Uh, and that applies to whether you're a, you're a business owner or you're a podcaster, it doesn't matter. Um, there, we're gonna walk you through some ways that you can can specifically target who that those people are, define who they are, uh, so that you can hit home runs. If you don't know who you're marketing to, you're wasting your time. Truly knowing who you're marketing to will help your marketing dollars go further. Your right. marketing time, your marketing efforts go further. If you don't know that who those people are, Stop what you're doing and figure that out. But tune in next week and we'll be able to help you help you figure that out. Uh, remember to go to uh, uh, winject.com and join and we'll, we'll uh, we'd love to see you guys be a part of this community. That's it from us. We'll see you next week, next Thursday at 2. Bye, everybody. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. <laughs>